Welcome to the GW Business of Sports podcast. We talk about sports, careers, mentors, leadership, and a lot more here. And we do the show from the Foggy Bottom Campus in Washington, D.C. I'm Mark Hyman, professor in the Business of Sports program at GW. My producer is Henry Levy. Jill Siegel is one of the most prominent and successful sports agents today, and he's a graduate of the George Washington University. Jill is an ardent supporter of the GW Sports Management Program, and over the years he's been very generous with his time. Once a year, sometimes more often than that, he stops by campus to speak with our students, and on his most recent visit, he chatted with Lisa Delpinarati and an audience including Lisa's sports marketing class. Here's part of that conversation. Well, it is my honor to uh, introduce a personal friend. We go back uh, many years now that Joel has been coming to class and uh, supporting the George Washington University uh, as an alum. And uh, Joel has earned numerous accolades since becoming an athlete representative over 25 years ago, including top NFL agent. Uh, He has the longest streak of any NFL agent, securing multiple first-round draft picks for 13 years. And um, in 2018, he had two in the top 13 draft picks. He's the only non-CAA agent to have multiple first-round picks. Um, Joel does not only represent 70-plus NFL players, but some of the biggest names in the NFL. As an agent, Joel has set numerous records of highest paid linebacker, quarterback, center, as well as highest guarantees and bonuses. There is truly no better person to tell you about athlete representation than GW alum Joel Siegel. So thank you, Joel, for being with us. So most everybody here is interested in learning how did you get into the career because we have a number of students that are interested in athlete representation. Well, it's different probably today. When I was in law school, NGW, there weren't cell phones. There wasn't, I don't think we had computers or much knowledge of it, so it was much different back in those days. So what I did was I just got out of law school, I worked for a law firm briefly, and then I just moved into my mom's house, and you know I had the Farrah Fawcett poster, blue shag carpeting, little blue paneling, and we all were squinched in, and I, I had four, like, very few dollars left, and I bought business cards, and I wrote Joel Siegel, sports agent, and I just started calling people. That's it. Just started calling players, got hung up on a lot, eventually got one to talk to me. How has that changed over the years? Well, still, I get hung up on sometimes. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes you get through. It's hard. It's, not, it's easier now. Right. And once you had that one, you know, that first player, then how did it, you know, evolve? We got some, got some players, then got another, then got another. And over a 12 to 15-year period, I, got, I, had a, I developed a decent business. So what do you think is the most important success factor in recruiting? Well, I think relationships. People have to like you like anything else. I would not come here if I didn't like you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's <laughs> everything is the driving force relationships. You like people, you do business with people, keep your honor, keep their trust, and, and then do a good job. 
And I've heard you say before, you outwork people. Yeah, I used to. When, when, I, when I was younger, I remember sometimes I'd do it. I don't do this every day anymore. I would wake up and be, okay, who's outworking me today? I'm going to crush them. Somebody's got to be successful and may as well be me. And then I would sit at my desk thinking, how can I outwork and crush people? And I did it every day for 30 years. And now it may be less, but, but I still do it sometimes. That's great. You know, I've been reading a lot about your players, and it seems like they've been traded or they're looking, you're looking at some to be traded. Yeah, Cooper got traded today. Mac got traded in the summer. I just read where Pat Peterson may be getting traded. So, yeah, we're getting a lot of guys traded. So is, is that, <laughs> there a reason for that? Well, Mac, we needed money. Uh, Coop, I think it was a fresh start. And Pat P wants to go with a winner. Do they come to you, or do you come to them and saying, I think it's time for a trade? With, with Mac, we created a, law, a year-long strategy. With Amari, really, the Raiders had mostly to do with it. And with Pat P, we're creating a strategy. What was it about the Raiders? They didn't want to go to Vegas? No, no, no. They didn't <laughs> want to pay properly. I know. <laughs> uh, and so how do you negotiate that? Like, you just well, find another team that... No, they didn't want to trade him, and eventually we got lucky, and they made a decision that the Bears gave them good compensation and that they would trade them. We got lucky. But you're behind the scenes on all We that. worked hard behind the scenes, yeah. Probably five, six, seven hours a day for six months on the MAC deal alone. Can you give examples of a negotiation that you, you are most proud about? There's a lot of them. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think recently Khalil Mack was good because we forced a trade. We did a good deal. I'm proud of Vic's deal, Mike Vic. He came out of prison. He was in Leavenworth. Within two years, we did a $100 million deal. I was really proud of Mike, the way he came back and the way that deal went. That's one deal I'm very proud of historically. Do you stay in touch with? Oh, best of friends. I love him. I did his TV deal. He's going to be a coach in the league. He's made such an epic comeback, and he's a good young man who is in a bad circumstance. Don't condone, obviously, what went on. It was terrible, awful, but Mike was in an environment raised a certain way. Things went on, he's... He, he, he repented, he apologized, he felt terribly about it, and boy, did he come back strong. I'm so proud of him. A testament to Joel and his relationship with his athletes is when we inducted Joel into the Sports Executive Hall of Fame here at GW, he had you know, 15 of his clients, and one of which was um, Mike Vick. Mike Vick, yes. So that was, that was great. Um, you know, lessons learned over your period as being a athlete representative of any deal gone wrong or no <laughs> never <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about those if there okay. were any yes magically those don't get discussed okay yeah anything uh, you have learned <laughs> over your years about a special man, way of yeah man I'm, I'm learn every day from this every single day I learn a lesson in people and negotiation and doing it right don't take shortcuts. Keep the relationship strong and listen. I, I try to get better every day. I have really smart people that work with me because I couldn't do this without great folks working together. We have unbelievable team, and I think it's about getting better every day. And when you go, you know, families are very important in decisions. Um, how do you approach a family situation? You mean if there's advisors and a rookie and they have family right. members? yes. Yeah, just with respect, make sure they know they're included. You need the family. I can't do a good job without family support. 
So just do it that way. How important, you know, who makes the decision for these athletes? Is it typically the athlete or people around them? Oh, it depends. There's a myriad of decision makers and people who are important. doesn't matter as long as they're good folks. You know, it's a, it's a group effort usually. So besides now cell phones, uh, yeah. how else has the business changed? Well, I think, I think it's more and more social media driven. A lot of the agents, my competitors, have a huge social media presence. So that's something that's so different. Uh, I think, you know, so we have cell phones now. <laughs> you know, those makes it a lot easier being on pay phones in airports, which I used to do. So I'll put a dime in and, or a quarter. Right. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so that's how I built my business on quarters. And uh, that's, that's the biggest differences. Do you see any changes coming down the pipeline? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not smart enough to see the future. But I, I do think just relationships are always the key. You know, what recommendations do you have for the students sitting here that thinking about a career in athlete representation? Well, I think law school is pretty cool. I think it gives you a way to think a different way. It, for me, it matured my thought process, thinking in a different fashion, and it gave me instant credibility when I walked in a room. They thought I was smart because I had a law degree, which you know, was certainly not necessarily true. But it gave you some credibility. I thought it was very, I thought it was very cool. Are there any you know unique clauses that you've instituted in you know when you go in and negotiate that maybe other agents aren't? Oh yeah. You want to share no. any? No. <laughs> no. Those are your trade secrets, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. Well, I know you work closely with the NFL Players Association. Share with us what kind of information that they provide to you. They're invaluable. The union is awesome, and I think. Agents do not use the services of our union. There's a, a, a man named Mark Levin, who's the head of research director, and, and he's just a, a mecca of knowledge on contracts, which nobody knows like him. He's, he's a czar, and he gets it done in a way where you go to the union, they give you help, you discuss your ideas. And again, how do you not use the smart people like that? They're unbelievable. How important are analytics right now? Um, you know, yeah, we use them. We, we, we use them. We subscribe to the, some of the companies that do it. We do our own. The clubs are using them. So to maintain equality, we have to do it. And I think it's good. Has, you know, have you found an equation that has helped you negotiate better? Or like uh, no, increase value? No, I don't think value? so. I think I'm very, very good when I have Khalil Mack. Not so good when I have the backup kicker. Joel, it was great having you on campus, and thank you for your time and insights. I know you are in the middle of a number of trades and wish you all the best.